Hello, hello, and welcome back, Wellness Warriors. So grateful to be coming back for another episode. In fact, one in which I have been in this space of when would be the best time to have the conversation and how can I ensure that I do it without shame and also knowing that it is my space to bring forth this conversation around self-care and how it's killing us. And it is, uh, for some, they may not know, I have an over 20-year history in the beauty industry. I've been a licensed beauty professional for over two decades. My grandma was a beauty college instructor. My aunt uh, on my father's side, I learned as well, was a hairstylist. And so you know, I, I feel as though it runs in the blood a bit. <laughs> um, and the truth to my journey there is that I, A, wanted to work in an industry that I had normal working hours, that I didn't have to work at night while going to college. That was really, you know, it was a way of getting out of high school and being able to step into a job that I enjoyed and making people feel good. But if I'm telling you the truth, the real reason that I went to beauty school was because I didn't feel beautiful at all. I felt anything but, and I hoped that if I went to school for it, I may start to feel it. That's my real truth, the deepest truth I think I may be unpacking a bit more here with you. So today, I want to talk about all of these self-care modalities, all of these ways in which we take care of ourselves and spoil ourselves and you know, um, just nourish ourselves, And the conversation that I want to call forth regarding our opportunity to evaluate these self-care practices, and it doesn't mean you don't participate in any of them. What I am not here to do is instruct you on what is best for you. I'm simply here to invite us all to zoom out to maybe evaluate how much, <laughs> you know, I, I know this is true even for my plant-based journey. I had no idea how many animals I was consuming until I was asked to pay attention. So I'm inviting you to pay attention this week and this episode to where are some areas in which maybe you could choose to step away from the service or choose a better product, one that's, you know, less more more conscious in its creation, maybe more sustainable in its practices. Um, you know, that is what I do in the professional beauty world with hairstylists. So it's exciting to me. But I'm calling us together as wellness warriors to really consider how often especially if you're tuning in here, like (laughs) this is the wellness warrior collective. We are striving to amplify the wellness warriors within. If you're spending even a moment of time with me, it means we have some shared synergy in this space that you like me also desire to do better. And so we have all of these things we do to love on ourselves. And yet sometimes that means we get into the habit of practicing and we lose consciousness and thought, and we may be contributing a higher amount of toxicity or not using the best products or maybe doing too many or maybe even simply too many 
at the same time. And so I'll leave the discerning to you. Again, we walk in this together. The suggestions, the conversations we call forward with our guests, they're an invitation to explore. If I try that on for size, does it feel like a good fit for me? If I give it a go for seven to 10 days, do I feel different? If I, you know, go out into the world and become curious, does it expand something that I maybe had not yet considered? So this week we're going to talk about self-care services. And this is non-gendered, you guys. I don't care what your born or identified gender is. This is the whole human species because anybody could participate in any one of these services. Some are more feminized services. I understand that self-care as a whole has been normalized for females more than men significantly. So rightfully so, these are going to fall more in the land of things that many do. But I know many friends of my own that participate in this that I are male. And uh, and so I call us all to consider this for these next few minutes we spend together. You guys, here are some areas in which I want us to consider. I'm going to just go through, I'm going to start calling out some services so you can start to think. And so I invite you to grab a piece of paper if you're in a place where you're listening to this. If you're in the, you know, in the car or whatever, just make a mental note. I always liked when people call me to do something on a podcast, I'll use my fingers, like just five of them. (laughs) So I have one hand on the steering wheel, of course, but I'll use my fingers and just everyone I identify, I put another finger down. And so I invite you to consider how many of these show up in your life. Are you getting your nails done, painting your nails, putting acrylic on your nails, um, any sort of nail treatment? Are you using nail polish, nail polish remover? Uh, Are you using body scrubs or peels? Are you exfoliating on a regular basis? Are you doing facials? Are you having facial treatments? Are you doing topical um, skincare daily or on a regular basis or even um, with your uh, estheticians and or dermatologists? Are you having services done to your hair? Are you uh, experiencing coloring, relaxers? Are you having weave placed into your hair or extensions? Um, All of these things really matter. Are you applying makeup daily? How often? Consider these things. Are you using hair products and are you sleeping on hair products? I hear a lot of people share, I have, I'm going to expand here. They'll share, I only use hair products twice a week because they only wash their hair twice a week. <laughs> but the hair products are still in the hair unless rinsed out. Remember this. So how many days are you exposed to hair products? Bubble baths, bath bombs, uh, you know, any sort of body soaking um, mask type experience. Do you have candles in your home? Are you burning them regularly? Are you uh, using, you know, any form of uh, uh, self-tanner? I couldn't think of the word at the moment. Uh, any form of self-tanner or, you know, are you getting um, spray tan? And again, we're going to take a pause. I invite everyone, wherever you are, take a deep breath through your nose. Audible through your through your nose and out your nose. Let it roar through the back of your throat. Okay. 
If that list overwhelmed you at all, it's okay. <laughs> it's totally fine. If you felt like you wanted to give yourself a pat on the back, congratulations. You've started to evaluate a lot of the spaces in which you have an opportunity to expand and amplify the wellness warrior within. And if you feel as though you nodded your head in every single one of those, we're going to talk a little bit more about that in this episode and many more to come. So stick around. But what we're going to talk about today is where can we consider removing those for an hour, for a day, permanently possibly? Do we need all of them? And of course, if you were to ask me, need is something that we have very few things that fall in that category. So the truth is, none of them are necessary. But they're all choices. And they're all places in which we have an opportunity to pay attention to the choices that we're making and see if there are better sources out there. What could this look like? I'm going to spend the rest of the time giving some overviews and ideas of what it could look like, but I'm also going to gently be touching on a very big topic, which is the darker shade of skin you have. And we're not going to unpack this completely here today. It will be without a doubt a conversation coming forth in the future, but the darker skin you have, the truth is that you tend to experience even higher level of chemical exposure because of what is within the products and services attributed to the hair texture and the result that is being sought after, okay? So again, no judgment, but if we are truly taking care of our brothers and sisters, no matter our shade, we have got to talk about this discrepancy also happening here. And if you are someone who is, and if you are not watching on the, you know, in a snippet on the YouTube channel, you may not be able to see, but I'm a very fair-skinned white girl. So I live in the arena of privilege and the privilege 100% in this conversation being that by nature, I am exposed to less toxins simply because I'm not looking for the same services. So there's a big opportunity to shift. A, finding better better brands, better, you know, uh, business professionals. And here's the deal. There are very, very few professionals that are also what I would call optimizing their wellness warrior. Because someone is specialized and great in their arena or their specialty, it does not indicate that they have put an extra effort to learn about the healthier, safer, more sustainable ways or that they're well-informed in that space. And I say this because as a soil advocate, I will often find people who refer things to me. And the truth is the sourcing or growing of the very product they're recommending to me is in complete opposition of what they're claiming in sustainability. So in being self-informed <laughs> is important or being part of our community over in the Facebook group and jumping in there and asking questions and, you know, engaging is really going to provide an opportunity not only for whoever is asking the question to learn, but for everyone in the group that may not have thought to ask the question there or not have been brave enough to ask the question yet. So bring those questions forward in Wellness Warriors. We'd love to have them there. And we have this chance, this, you know, with every new choice, every new purchase, we can make a safer, 
decision. We can buy and align with a better brand. We can partner with people who do their due diligence that maybe like learning about that stuff (laughs) that is important to you, but doesn't make the to-do list. That's what we call forward in the Wellness Warriors. We call forward a community of fellow wellness warriors that are leading in this space, that are inspired by what they are teaching and applying to their life and they want to pay it forward. That's the whole objective. So when we are looking at what are our self-care practices? Is it truly loving ourselves if we are chemically like dumping toxins all over our body, if we are ingesting them through our largest organ, which is our skin, if we are sleeping, inhaling the products that are on our hair, I encourage us to reframe these services if they are not done in a way that is optimizing not only the outcome, but also the ingredients. I invite you to take them out of the self-care column and put them in your toxicity column. Put them in something you choose to do that doesn't really serve you. That's okay. We can have those columns. <laughs> some would put their glass of wine. Some would put their joint. Some would put, you know, I'm trying to think of other things that are like, <laughs> you know, people like some would put their mushrooms. Some would put their coffee. You know, again, it's these are things that are not ideal for human consumption. They're not propelling us forward. We may make some concessions for them at some points in our life, but the important thing is that we frame them appropriately so that we can identify how many of them are showing up in our lives. You guys, fake nails are filled with chemicals. Hair nail polish is filled with chemicals. (laughs) Hair color is chemicals. Like it is not. And I, I say this from a space of having some could be like, oh my gosh, career suicide. You manage a hair color company. I do. And they're doing in the professional world of being able to permanently alter hair color. I think they are doing the absolute best by still making the outcome achievable right? Because it could be completely, it could just be all botanicals and then people would put hair color on hair and it wouldn't change the color, right? Like there are things that are required to create the action. But the question is, is which one of them are truly necessary for our happiness? And it doesn't mean you're not allowed to make, put any on the list. I just invite you to consider which ones. How often? Who are you getting them done by? What are the brands they are using? I invite us to consider this, Wellness Warriors, to know that we can discern between what is truly serving us at our highest level, what is actually an act of self-love, and what is something that is creating an outcome but is not optimal for our health. And as someone who will be embarking and you will all be coming along for the ride, who is em- will be embarking on an explant, which is a removal of breast implants. The reality is I too, 
And I giggle through it because it's because I am in the process of forgiving the girl still that chose to put them in her body in the hopes of feeling better or beautiful instead of considering that what they were made of and where they come from. And so I hope that maybe someone out there is like, oh, I could, you know, not put any product in my hair if I'm going to put it in a ponytail. But if you are going to style your hair and you want to preserve your color and you're going to be shampooing anyways, of course, buy better brands. Buy brands that care about you and me, that are created from better products, that are considerate of the way that they are sourced and are striving to be more sustainable and eco-conscious. We have this ability to choose and vote with our dollar, as you've heard before. But here, I encourage you to evaluate how many of those services are you spending your dollars on and which ones could you spread out or set aside so that you could have less chemical exposure and live a very happy, 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 happy. (laughs) I was going to say happy and healthy, happy and healthy life. You guys, from my heart to yours, from a beauty professional and someone who wholeheartedly understands what it means to learn to love ourselves and our skin, to feel good in whatever it is we choose without shame, whether we wear a full face of makeup or you are bare-faced with no hair product and no nail, nail polish like me today. That opportunity is for us to zoom out, to become aware so we can become conscious consumers. Wellness Warriors, I'm so grateful to have spent another week with all of you. Thank you for allowing me to guide you. We've got some great interviews coming up, so be sure that you are following along. Our website has launched, so head on over to wellnesswarriorcollectivepodcast.com. If you know someone out there bringing forth incredible work, that would benefit our entire community by sharing their wisdom or their story. Encourage them to go sign up to become a guest on the show, or maybe that's you if you're listening. We'd love to hold some space together and see if this is a collaboration that can continue to amplify all of the wellness warriors within our incredible community. And until next time, we're sending so much love and light to each one of you. Remember that the wellness warrior lives within you. It's your birthright, not mine to give you. I'm simply here with some suggestions around where we may be able to amplify. See you soon or hear you on the flip side. Goodbye, warriors. Goodbye, warriors.